0: Hello and welcome to Adventures in Another World. I am your narrator, Stephen Sitwell. Please enjoy our third installment in the temple. My mother was cruel than most of the mothers I met. Perhaps it was because I wasn't her offspring. Perhaps she was trying to beat my gifts out of me. Perhaps she found me obnoxious. I cannot be sure. For all I know, it was all of these. Sadly, as long as I am a good and honorable woman, I won't get a chance to ask her why. The one good these beatings did was they taught me a lot of self-control. If I ever cursed, or grew angry, or insulted someone, she would take her heavy hand, and that I digress. And so, I just say, do not curse, or grow angry, or insult someone. I was a good, quiet, shy, and honorable girl. And I was quite good at it. After leaving her house, I only grew angry at four beings, three times each. I'd kept my control around irritable nymphs and dryads, around those long-spoken emilies and swift-footed verters, around the all-consuming flecks and the spears of the air, with their long and unpronounceable names. I kept my cool with magistrates and generals, with immortal gods and thick-skinned ghouls. But that man, my father, used to burn my wick. My supposed father, what the hell is going on here? My father, little rock, responded, "Isn't it right, Calyax? That kids can be quite the pain." I have a father for only a minute, and he's already complaining about me. And he's a bloody rock, a rock, a rock, Dermot. Watch your tongue, miss. Clean speech is a clean mind and a clean soul. May Illviorani yourself damn you to a life with your kindred kind soulless rocks deep down in another world where no one with an ounce of goodness can even dare to tread someone can talk fancy eh you ever cursed singlethunt you ever be damned traitor you wretched rock some people like talking to their parents those people don't have a rock for a father. I wasn't always a rock. What were you, some god? Why, yes. So will save us all. That'll be difficult, given he and I are on the greatest terms. What do you do? Rock the boat? Get stoned? Be a solid jerk? I had you. Is that it? Is that really it? You dumb fool. You couldn't stop yourself, could you? And then you had me, and then I was too much for you. Too much? What can you do? Sit in a small room, taken care of by some really annoying and foolish dwarf, who can't keep his wretched mouth shut for even five minutes. Quiet, Calilliacs the calcified. I am talking for once. Now, Mr. Rock, my self-proclaimed father, what is it you want? Do you want to have a tea party and all those other things the other girls' fathers did? Or do you want to tell me you love me and you're sorry and you do your best before you, by some means, become a grain of sand and are lost in the wind? What is it you want? What is it? Your alacrity is forgiven, but only because there's more pressing concerns at this moment. Your birth mom is about to die, and you, and Galax the Calcified, don't call me that. After to go deep into the realm of Moldusu and save her from the twin armies, chasing her down before the hangar for her crimes. O oh, Lombane, save my soul, my darling daughter, let me continue, you and Calix the Calcified, come on sir, are to go through the tunnel to his realm. Now, be careful, for there are many ways into Muldus's realm, but only one out. And also, Muldus's realm is nearly impossible to navigate, save by a trio of compasses made by Isido the smith solely for the purpose, as well as some other means. As long as you follow that compass, it will point to you in the direction of which you seek. Kallioks? Is there anything I'm forgetting? You have forgotten how to tell her she's supposed to exit the dark deeps of creation? Right. Now, if you were to walk without this compass, you would eventually reach the heart of Muldus' realm. His deep, dark, 169-room palace, 65 of which are devoted solely and specifically to torturing anyone who walks through the palace. The way out is fo- as follows. You must... Three knocks fell on the door, loud and sharp. Calyax, <coughs> you cursed and wretched sorcerer, fiend of all those who love that which is good! Return to me, my daughter, safe and secure. And my weasels, venomous and harsh, won't come and rip you from the inside out. Well, Calyax, my newfound father stated, it is time for you and Soranme to go. Soranme. I love you with all my heart but you must leave and save your mother from Izide and arani thus there is no longer a mother for you to save quick now i may be a god but rocks are limited in what they are capable of doing suddenly as if he was lifted by a strong jet my father a large rock spiraled off of the hardwood floor having risen he showed me a perfect circle of a hole surrounded by gold coated tiles I peered into the hole, and seeing no bottom hesitated, then Calyax, ever impatient, pushed me in. By Lambani of the floral fields, crowned with violets, wreathed with roses, encircled by humble dandelions, corsage with a single hibiscus, and a carnation ever-bleeding on her lapel. Let me not die here. Don't let me die here. I don't deserve this. What have I done? I held my tongue. I did one bad thing. Yes, I ran away from my caretaker. But is that so bad as to warrant my death? I'm a good person, my heart of hearts. O oh, Lambane, pardon me, please. Please, pardon me, pretty please. Pardon me. As the acceleration took away my breath and fear stole my voice. I grew silent, watching only the red-brown clay streak past me, until it turned to shale, flaking as I fell, until that hard granite giving way to the unbreakable metamorphic rocks that lie beneath our skyscrapers. And then, somehow, I began to decelerate until my soft feet hit the cold and wet stone ground. Calyx then stepped beside me, Well, Soronime, it seems it has begun. Kalyax, it certainly has. Welcome to Moldosu's realm. The ceiling towered above me, much higher than was practical for any ordinary mind. Must have been about fifteen feet in the air, sparkling veins of precious gems and metals sparkled overhead, rubies and sapphires, gold and silver. Out before us lay interlacing sets of arches and columns, resembling a gothic church, slim ribs holding up the beast of the whole globe. It was silent, save for our words in the soft dripping of water upon the impenetrable ground. It was majestically lit by soft lights set on the floor, powered by some means which Moldusu refuses to tell me. That god still refuses to tell us anything, even after all these years— but anyway, Calyx and I were in the atrium of Maldus's maze, and I asked Calyx what should have been an easy question. Which way, my fellow traveler? I knew I forgot something.